This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends podcast. We have two very special guests in the house today uh, for our one and only special award show, the Friendies, if you will. Uh, but before we get to that, I mean, I think we have a very, very incredible conversation to continue from pre-production. Uh, Nikki was explaining to us how the world works, and I have to tell you, I don't, I don't you, know guys, shit about how the world you guys works. missed out on... Nah, there's like oceans and mountains and uh, Mother Nature, and that's it. I don't know. I don't know how the world works. Well, don't forget, don't forget the pyramids and Nessie. They exist too. The, uh, that's you're going off on. A, did you hear him? He believes in Nessie. That's crazy. That's weird. Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. I believe in Nessie. And like, what, what about the pyramids, Matt? What do you believe about the pyramids? They exist. And what did they? What did they do? <laughs> What do you mean? What did they do? Like, what, were the, what was the purpose of them? I think it was like oh, a closer. No fucking. I think clue. it was like a closer to God. Yeah. Wasn't the purpose? Wasn't it to um, house the or to like the uh, mummies of the oh, uh, pharaohs? Let me, let me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you something, uh, Brian. Have they ever pulled a mummy from the pyramids? Yes. They have. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe you should Google it. <laughs> Did you ever? Have they ever found a sarcophagi in the pyramids? Pull, like King Tut's tomb was in a mummy. No, I don't a know. Maybe Google nah. that. <laughs> It's so yeah, funny. no, actually, you guys probably more, know way more about the pyramids. I just never imagine. Do <laughs> you, know, you know the John yeah. Cena meme where he comes out of nowhere and he's like, "Are you sure about that?" I do not know this God, meme. It's such a good meme. Uh, why are you guys all so old, man? And why do you guys care so much about the first pyramids? of all? John Cena is older than me, <laughs> but the meme isn't. Well. It's not new. John Cena hasn't wrestled in quite some time. The, are you sure about that? I mean, I get are you it's, sure about that? It's a staple of your childhood. Not a staple of the childhood. But it was, you Teenage know, years, it was you my know? 20s or possibly 30s. I, think was, on I was having this conversation about how memes in the 2000s were like really, really cringe. Uh, like they weren't good. It was just like posters and like Photoshop. Uh, well, for me, like when I think about the 2000s, I don't even think about memes outside of literally those motivational, like the fake motivational posters you could buy. <laughs> that was the only meme that I recall from 2000 to like 2009. Yeah, but then yeah. there's like the Bad Luck Brian meme. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like what? the picture of some... Bad Luck Brian, not you. <laughs> there's a pic... Guapo, help me out here. Get an asset. Guapo's really having a day. Yeah, okay, he, like, yeah you gotta not, leave Guapo alone. Yeah. Not shit in his cornflakes <laughs> anymore. Guapo alone. What are we looking for? Just look at Bad Luck Brian meme, and then you'll see different kind of quotes and captions of just a picture of like this kid, mm -hmm. but it's just the kid embodies the, the meme. The first meme that I recall becoming like a viral meme was the the young kid, the baby, the, the baby fist. Oh yeah, yeah. the baby mm -hmm. fist. Mm -hmm. uh, that that one was very rampant uh yeah i don't like bottom left oh uh, okay but I... then they post different like quotes yeah. and stuff you'd make your own there was the template yeah i don't really remember that his parents are assholes <laughs> <laughs> it was just, i think it was like a high school picture and then they're like damn yeah like, that gets down bad his parents are assholes for sure <laughs> i mean like 
Assholes or ace holes? Ace holes, possibly, but... With Nikki and Caitlin! <laughs> would you two ever do that to your child? <laughs> do what? Dress him like bad luck Brian? Mm, no, but the thought of having a child right now is just, like, too beyond my comprehension. I, I was just talking about this yesterday with uh, my friend Jeno, who's a new aunt mm. to... Uh, to oh, yeah, I got six nieces and nephews. <laughs> yeah, so she... Over the last couple of years, she became a fresh aunt. She has a... How old's Grayson? Four? Three? Three, I think. Okay, so a three-year-old and, like, aunt. a one-year-old. Uh, and she's just talking about, like, you know, ready to have kids. And her and Melissa are, like, both just in mother mode. And I'm just like, yeah, I got to tell you, it's not that I don't... It's not that I couldn't conceive or, or like, you understand. You can't conceive. Well, You're a man. That, it's possible. <laughs> it's also possible I'm sterile. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. It's not that I couldn't conceptualize, like, having a kid right now. It's just more so... I can't fathom the life sacrifice that that requires. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, were, they just were just like, what do you mean? Like, it's just, you know, like. I'm pretty sure having a baby is similar to having three adult roommates. No. You'll be fine. You'll adjust. No, it's not. No. It's like having. That baby will be traumatized it's if like you having, treat them like the adult roommates. <laughs> I equated it to having three of Melissa's dog that every three minutes is pawing at the door. You let it out and it doesn't go. <laughs> and I was like, that's the equivalent of having a child. It's just crying, and you don't know why it's crying, so you try everything on earth to make it stop crying, and it just continues to cry. Sounds like me. I know. I was like, he was talking. I was like, he could be describing a woman yeah. right now. And I was like, literally me on any given Tuesday. <laughs> oh, man. Unlucky for Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, so what do, we, what do we got today? Nikki has... Uh, been planning this award show for a few weeks oh, yeah, now. So it's a very, a very robust award show. Right. Very serious as well. That's I right. hope that everybody is taking it seriously. It, I mean, I hope everyone's in their best uh, wear, their formal wear, mm -hmm. and watching the podcast right now. It's it's a big moment. We should have had a red carpet for everyone. Oh, we uh, should have. Uh, and especially on such a tremendous day where uh we're actually celebrating our youtube's birthday yeah yes just turned eight today happy wow. birthday youtube channel gotta tell you we should be way more successful well, <laughs> yeah i mean you guys eight years in huh what better eight way to celebrate years. than go down a shame spiral <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like we peaked year one gotta <laughs> tell you I think uh, I think year one we were averaging like oh, forty thousand views per per uh, vlog. It was easier to get views back then. It was easier. Yeah. The vlogs yeah. were very not uh, a thing yet. The game I mean, changed. The thing it, it was you know we did different things. We did vlogging and then you did gritty documentaries and then you did mm, that's true. Yeah, and then it was like a podcast. When is your next gritty cast. documentary coming out? Is what, it going to be in black and white? What would you like it to be on? Me. Yeah. <laughs> What's the dark side of Caitlyn? Um, that's, the, that's the working title, by the way. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of dark sides of Caitlyn. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, very conniving. I have lots of plots and schemes. I um, can see this like being a mm -hmm. Jekyll Hyde scenario where we yeah. do like half color, half black and white, and you just Ooh. play both personalities. You know, mm -hmm. like there's Caitlyn in color and then there's Caitlyn in black and white. Yeah. The gritty documentaries. Yeah. Like I live with the mole people underground mm. every night. That's where I go. And could I interest you in the tunnel folk? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we should introduce you to the tunnel folk here mm -hmm. in, uh, in Vegas, Vegas. You know, they just, uh, they hang out in storm Start drains. Billy on the street type of content. Yeah. They just have such yeah. a rich culture. I think that it has been untapped. <laughs> right. Their ability to predict rainstorms is second to none. <laughs> right up there with the weather man um 
you uh you're in town for the gpi yes is that the sole reason you came here no i'm here to make ace holes content as well okay and but to like, be my friend right and to yeah to be priority number one though is Nikki, i didn't tell you this yesterday but when like we landed in las vegas i thought about how like i was gonna like come and see you and you're gonna be waiting for me and like my eyes got all watery i was like Aww. i love my friend and i was i was waiting across the street from her and she didn't see me i was zoned out a little yeah. and now you just described puppies <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about dogs. <laughs> um, okay, so the priority, though, is obviously the GPI. Yeah, my priority is award show dominance. Right. <laughs> um, I've been campaigning really, really hard. If I don't win um, everything I'm up for, I will probably <coughs> stab sabotage some. the show yeah. and stab Jeff Platt. Stab yeah. Jeff Platt, which actually might <laughs> help people cash more in the main event. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, look, there's you winning last year. So Yeah, I'm, uh, I've many, become accustomed to it. I won't tolerate it. How many awards were you nominated for last year two at two. least two i think this year it's three and it's a record yeah. oh, oh okay. it's a record yeah personal wow. or just listen total? i've been her date two years in a row now so yeah. i okay. would know what my baby was nominated for <laughs> what Thanks, uh baby. what are the categories so um uh, caitlin <laughs> <laughs> i'm up uh -huh. for uh best twitter personality uh, short form content creator and best video. Okay, and who's the competition here? I'm Marley. Up with Marley and all three, which that's why I don't think. Mm. Oh wow! I like. I think like if I. I could lose, like, we could both lose all three because I feel like Marley and I are such good friends. Yeah. Like, and a lot the of way overlap. the voting works, there's so much overlap in the voting panel that there's a shot that, like, because that's what happened in the best video category last year. And Greg, Greg goes all in one best video. See, you say this so, now, and I, I don't know whether or not to believe you because you said something previously. And I said, <laughs> Is that true? And you go, No, I was being hyperbolic. Well, she said she was going to win best <laughs> that's podcast. She said she was going to win best podcast. And she's no, not. No, no, no. That wasn't the, not that was the, not the debate i i knew that was a joke obviously oh. it was the they just edged out ace holes oh. as if like she had some inside information yeah i saw all the ballots from everyone yeah she I counted them the well that's <laughs> what you're implying again here so i don't know how to navigate this conversation no that's just my theory i'm in the theory land She's i'm theorizing. team tice and i'm theorizing <laughs> gpi voting yeah. the way that he does his turn sizings so does anybody in this room actually know how the final votes work out no, how does it work? No, I'm not positive. I'm, oh. I'm speculating. But in years past, it was a jury. It works out where Caitlin wins. So uh, domination. <laughs> no, like I, you voted. You were on the panel, right? Yes, but I think that's just to get the final nominees. I don't think we have any influence over the actual winners. You're I thought that because we did two on the voting panel, did two rounds of voting. Correct. The first one is like a write-in round where you yep. write people in, and then they give you a list of like twelve names, and you rank your top. Was it three or four? Five or, or five? Or five or four? Oh, oh, sorry. Whenever you weighted. do the ranking, it's three. Yeah, and it's yeah. weighted. So whoever you're, and you're not allowed to vote for yourself or people you're intimately involved with or whatever. Right, and I think for all of those, <laughs> so that's why I didn't vote for you. No. <laughs> uh, I think for all of those reasons, that's why they just get the finalist from that because I think that's like a hundred people that they send that out to in within the community. Mm -hmm. I think that's how they draw the finalist, but I think the actual selection committee is not us. Okay, well, that's new information to me, if that's I, I thought what you thought previously, where I thought just like whoever tallied the most points through that round was going to eventually be the winner. But I was told by a bunch of other people that, like, I'm just wrong. And it makes sense to be wrong because uh, there's so much overlap uh, throughout, like, the whole community that if you're not able to vote for people that truly deserve it, 
because you have like some working relationship with them. Well, it's like it's a fucking small community. We all have a working relationship in some mm -hmm. capacity. Uh, it makes more sense that there's somebody who's objectively selecting the winners. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I still think that there's an aspect of you and Marley cannibalizing each other. Thank you. Uh, good theory, right? It, it is just because it's hard for people not to like your brands of comedy are obviously very different, but they're also very like in your face, sketchy. You, you know just what I mean? Like personally wise, very like we're very close friends. So we <laughs> share a lot of yeah. close friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's in all three categories. Who else? Who do you think is the favorite um, in each category? In the Twitter, outside of you, yeah, of course. Of course the of Twitter course. category is me, Marley, Jamie, and Will. Will won last year. Um, okay, I, I honestly don't that's, know who's that's the favorite. That's, that's in that stiff category. competition right there. I that's, think you and Marley yeah. are probably favorites in that category. I I feel like Jamie's tweeted a lot less, and I don't think we're going to see another back to back. Yeah. I don't know. Speculating, I, obviously, but um, I was glad to be um, recognized in that category because all the content I do is so like very for Twitter. Like, mm. I think the Game of Gold video was probably the only video I made last year that like you didn't need to be like online poker Twitter to like really get <laughs> the get jokes. Yeah. You, make, you make content for the chronically online. I do for the chronically poker online. Right. <laughs> like, if you're in a Twitter space once a week, you're gonna get all of my content. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically the same as this podcast. Right. Yeah. If you're not on poker Twitter, you're probably yeah, missing a couple of like It's like a yeah. niche within a niche. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Sub-niche. I wonder why we haven't grown as a channel. It's crazy. It's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Wild. Don't <laughs> we don't appeal to the general audience. Where else are we supposed to get content from? <laughs> Your asshole. I, I said to start watching. I told everybody to start watching the All In podcast and see if they ever mention poker. <laughs> I think that's our best shot i think they don't well they, they so they, shamath the other day was talking about playing under the gun they, they literally like huh? they'll, they'll, they'll they'll like reference poker like randomly in like little spots but this, they never obviously never talk right. about poker. they talk no. about real world shit it's more like they just use yeah. the pun of all in from poker Going all uh, well, they, I, I i will say i think all of them believe themselves to be quite the poker players so th there is an undercurrent. Well, they are poker players. I'm no, no, sure no. But I mean, like, whatever I games mean, they go to and play, right. well, they play each other. They, they, That's they, what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I'm sure they're doing great. It's no, because like, they invite like Helmuth and Jason Kuhn. So, <laughs> makes it a little tough. That. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I think that I think that like they like to use the poker analogies a lot. Yeah. But that doesn't help us at all. No. You know, we need them to like really get their nose deep into a scandal. Mm -hmm. Like, do you hear about this Mars guy? <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, uh, could you imagine people like, do shady shit? Whatever all their listeners go, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> What's a Mars? Whatever happened to Shanghainese Tony? Uh, we don't know what happened to him, but actually, to give a, a short update on that, uh, it appears as though the I think there was a French guy that was a dealer that was being also accused of a part of the ring. That was not the, Sammy. No, 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 no. That no, was no, Wesley, okay, okay. Wesley versus. Maybe he wasn't French, but uh, okay. I, I just know he wasn't like American born. That was uh, the Wesley tweets, right? Yes. So whatever the dealer's name was, I obviously don't recall. I'm just remembering off the top of my head and I don't have the asset in front of me, but he's now counter or he's now suing uh, Wesley Airball and maybe one other person um, for defamation, which, hmm. you know how we know how these suits go. 
you know, it's defamation a, over what happened at an illegal poker game. Correct. Like, how did they yeah. even? Yeah. Well, his name was smeared all over poker Twitter, and you made a goddamn video about it, so he has a case. <laughs> wait, this reminds me. Wait, was this isn't like a. Uh, Jane Ennis tried to like counter sue for calling for Doug calling him the Hamburglar. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's not real. <laughs> no, that's that's actually very true. Uh, shout out to one three one two Mork. He said it's Arnaud uh, Matirin, so that was his name, and he is French. So okay. I at least got half of the story right. Um, not bad. <clears throat> it, it looks like he's following, but these counter suits, like you know, they don't fucking mean anything. No. Remember when Postle sued everybody? Mm-hmm. That was that was a fun morning to wake up to. Like, <laughs> oh, let me check my phone real quick. Browse. Tw- what the fuck? <laughs> I'm being sued. I'll tell you why. Millions. Shout out to Veronica being the only one who successfully got any money out of him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well she did didn't she? Because she didn't get the money. Right. Remember no, when he won? Because he popped up in some like. Yeah, stop but she somewhere. didn't get the money. Right. He they had already I thought paid. They froze the. Effect. They had already God, paid him. Dang. Yeah. yeah. And they were rooting for him to get paid at that place. Like, apparently, like, they were, like, really helping him out. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you know why people counter sue instead of, I mean, it's, and it's, like, seems really ridiculous and stuff. It's because going to trial is so expensive yeah. that it's the it best way to try to get a settlement. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of possible, he has been heavy in my DMs. He wants, still? To, he wants to talk about it. He wrote me a novel. Uh, but it, it's, it's interesting because, um, I don't think it's a story anymore. Really? Personally? <laughs> like, do you guys, I, I don't know. No. Like, right. Like, it's just kind of like, we all came to our conclusions and you know, it is what it is, but he really wants to, he really wants to hold his accusers feet to the fire and make them like debate him publicly while proving their evidence as if like we don't all already understand that it's circumstantial, mm-hmm. right? So it's like he kind of wants to play the gotcha game as best I can read. You know, it's a long like let's sit down and hash this out, and you know we can go blow for blow in a debate type of thing. It's like, well, I, I don't want to. What's there to debate? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have circumstantial evidence. Uh, it obviously wouldn't be enough to convict you of a felony of any sort, but like from the poker community standpoint. We just think you're guilty. No, it's got to be a dead horse yeah, uh, territory feels, at this point. And like I mean, it. it's like the Robbie J. Lou stuff is getting dangerously close oh, yeah. to like every, like the Nick Fertucci, how many episodes can he do right. on, you know, this one <laughs> hand of poker? It's like, it's eventually we have to move on and find the next thing, you know? Well, with the Robbie thing, it's the, the reason why it keeps resurfacing and why it continues to become interesting, maybe not interesting, but why you're able to milk it a little bit more, I think, is because it wasn't, it wasn't so clear cut where it was like a guy cheats a game and then there's potential that the house was in on it, right? Like the whole JFK, I don't know if you even recall the whole puzzle story, but basically the tournament director slash poker room manager uh, was alleged to have been in on it. And enough of us had had insight to their setup where like we saw that they had literally zero security. Uh, so it was very much like the people versus the the entity if you will of stones casino and it was very very clear-cut like community one side small amount of supporters on the other side go to bat we we let it die with the robbie thing there are so many different threads to pull at where it's like okay there's the hand itself which is so wild and inexplicable uh that it already creates like some level of doubt and then around this hand 
there are all these different characters playing different roles, right? There's Robbie and Rip that there's some sort of assumption that they were in cahoots and then it's found to be that they were like cheating on their significant others with one another. They have this whole intimate relationship and that's fascinating, right? That's that's a whole personal story of gossip, right? And then on the other hand, you have like Garrett who's like, technically the victim but is like really the anti-hero in this whole story where he makes himself very unlikable in a spot where he's a hundred percent confident that something nefarious had happened here but the public opinion is much more split down the middle of 50 50 so it's not as simple as it was with stones where it's just like okay clearly there was a guy who did something and was maybe helped by the actual place that he was doing it at Whereas here, it's just like, okay, this hand makes no fucking sense. And there's a chance that these two are in cahoots and that they took advantage of Garrett. And then on top of that, we un- un- unravel that like the security was pretty weak at Hustler. So now you have this third entity that is the house that has absolutely no connection to any of the people involved. Yeah, it's a sexier scandal. Anyway, it's so much, at it. Yeah, the and Robbie then, J. Lou scandal is and, just so much right, more sexy. I mean, like, right where more. was Stones in, like, Sacramento? Like, come <laughs> right, on. Like, this yeah, is we're in talking Hollywood. LA, baby. There's, like, yeah. there's gorgeous lady in the middle. And- right, and, like, so <laughs> she leans into that whole persona for, like, a year and a half where, like, she was, like, somewhere between the, the villain and the victim. And, you know, then it just keeps resurfacing where like hustler has some sort of relationship with everyone and then also no relationship with everyone. So it's just like three years later, Nick will just out of the blue be like, fuck Garrett. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the whole thing just like spirals out of control again. Well, that's the whole reason to stay locked in on spaces. Cause we, you can have like dud spaces for weeks and weeks and all of a sudden Ryan Feldman and Garrett decide they're going to break months <laughs> yeah. of silence to right. hash it out in front of 200 people on spaces. It's a really at first I thought like, oh, this is a pretty safe place. This is this is the way things should work out, you know, just a community coming together and just having a little NA meeting of sorts where you just say, Hi, you know, I'm Garrett and uh I'm a poker player. <laughs> and then you kinda go back and no, no, it is not a good space. It's a terrible place for any sort of public discourse. It's just absolutely awful. Definitely town hall meeting vibes, like uh, Parks yeah. and Recreation, where just like anyone can come up right. to the mic. <laughs> yeah, got a grievance, but they do Here's it. Your well. place. They do it well, you know. Parks and Rec, we don't. Can you crunch ice into the microphone, please. <laughs> I didn't mean to. But you don't thank you, Nikki. The problem was is that the shot was still on me when I was drinking, so I didn't yeah. know what to do. I panicked. <laughs> that was Landon. Burke would have been down the his mic. fucking. He, I would have. He'd have been. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're 100 yeah. percent right. I, I just panicked because the shot was on me. I didn't know how to. I didn't know what to do. I was like, here, am I there? I don't know. I mean, I've been um, good about not eating on the podcast. You have been brunch. We appreciate. I'm that. not allowed to eat jerky as much down as there if you want to. some. No. So what else is new with you, Caitlin? Other than uh, you know, mashing MTTs and maybe sweeping the awards. <laughs> mashing MTTs. Yeah, and I got fifteenth uh, in the champions. Congrats! Uh, nice. Million dollar oh. guarantee. Wait a minute. We on just one wait bullet. a minute. We just talked about. What? what is worthy of a congratulations? No, no, no. It's different. It's, <laughs> what is different? Fuck you, Landon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you yeah. taking away the spot? Jeez, Landon. <laughs> I had your back wow. just a second ago, and you go shit on my friend. Yeah. <laughs> She's out there playing. Like, you know what? We talked about this. 15th ain't shit. Let's move on. She, she's playing. <laughs> she's playing. The final two tables. There were over a thousand in 
country. Yeah. yeah. That's a big deal. You're playing right. some down bad 300 daily at the win with 125 people in it. Yeah. You got 21st. Like, no one cares, bro. 600 right. and 750 people. Oh, how many uniques? I don't know. Alright, then let's move on. No. <laughs> I was just saying that I agree with you, man. No, but Champions is a really chill club. They've like ta- it's like in Houston, they've taken over some like old Ramada Inn or something. The outside looks beautiful. They've got a really decent kitchen. Did and you stay in the hotel? Bringing- I did. I stayed is in the nice? hotel. That's why I ended up going last minute. Um I was I did a stream at the lodge with Pokerface Ash and she invited me to come uh, tag along. She was planning to go, so I just came really last minute. And um it is like really nice. Like they they spiffed up an old Ramada. It doesn't smell like cigarettes. Like it's oh, it's like good. nice and clean. Strong. The food is good, mm-hmm. and um, they like all the days I was there. It was incredibly busy. The cash games were running when they had tables available. They're bringing the PGT series. They just announced yeah. all that yeah. the last couple of days that they're gonna have a Poker Go streamed like PGT series there at the beginning of May, end of April, beginning of May. Yeah, Champions is great. Uh, I know Isaac really well, who's one of the co-owners. They're partnered with PokerGo. Obviously, that's why the PGT is going there. They also help with their live stream. And then I'm pretty sure that they're also partnered with Octopi. So they get a lot of support from like Chewy and Victoria and that whole collective. Um, It's, I hope that they succeed because especially in Houston, where uh, it seems as though safety is, is paramount. Uh, they're doing everything right. Like I will say, security's top notch at Champions. Yeah. They have a metal detector and they search your bag. Even if you like, you just go back out to your car and you come back in. They uh, give your bag a little once over, and Good. I always felt secure. There were no dicey moments. They had full security the whole time. He was time. telling me about like the head of their the head of their security that they hired, and it's just like he's so decorated. Yeah. Like he just has like an entire career in like working way more important things mm-hmm. than you know making sure a poker room is secure. It's like this is child's play. No, it's okay. a cultural disparity between the cities in Texas. Like the security, I'd say, was like one of the biggest differences. Like in Austin at the lodge, there's no metal detector. They obviously mm-hmm. have at least one or two security guards working all the time at the door and stuff. But um, in Houston, all the cl- all the major clubs have. Well, they have to, right? Like, there's been so much violent crime in Houston by comparison. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to, like, make it sound like, oh, don't go play in Houston or anything like that. But it's like there were a lot of those storefronts getting shot up and, like, those stories continually kept churning Champions has never had a a shooting since we're talking about Champions. They've never had any type of security issue. But, But yeah, I guess I'm saying all that to Mm kind of give them their flowers of putting the utmost importance into the things of making players feel safe and secure. And I know they do a good job of handling like money in, money out type of stuff, which is also really important. Uh, Yeah, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for everything in Texas, but specifically I'm rooting for the people who are like diligent about doing it right and above board Mm -hmm. as opposed to just kind of like a one-stop shop, like let's run this thing dry until we... No, yeah. no longer can generate rake. No, exciting things are happening at Texas. More and more clubs are doing these larger events. We've got another million guarantee coming up in Dallas again. And then the Lodge is always experimenting with fo- fun formats. They just had their wacky tournament mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, is not for everybody. But I had a ball. I got completely um, hosed in the Deuces Wild, but I got second place in the no checking tournament, which nice. was yeah. super fun. Tell us about the no checking turn. I saw that and it was I was like, this has to be the most wild, crazy event you could ever play. Not really. The no? adjustment is you min bet where you would check, you and it's like really yeah. that black and white. Honestly, that's yeah, how that I. I. Okay, but, yeah. but most people like would just like spaz out, mm-hmm. and I got so many chips immediately just because people <laughs> did not know how to handle yeah, it. But right. um, 
And then the bounty, the fun bounty tournament was wild. So they had this like wacky bounty tournaments where some of them were like punishments instead of rewards. And uh, one of the things you could draw was like you get an automatic seat at the final table with an average stack. Wow. Yeah, right? That's and, amazing. But they didn't want it. It was late in the tournament and it hadn't been drawn yet when we were approaching the bubble. And so they changed the rules, which I thought was kind of shitty. But um, they announced it and they let everybody know that if you got to the final table and you had that ticket pass with an average stack, they would mm -hmm. give you double. Oh, wow. So a guy mm -hmm. at my table won a big pot and then he drew that. So he was blind shoving every hand. Stone bubble, I wake up with kings and he had blind shove. And unfortunately, he just made a better hand. But oh, wait. Otherwise, so, I would have like final tabled that thing right. for sure. So, so you don't just get taken out of play. And then go to the final table. No, they were trying to incentivize you to stay in and keep playing because they right, didn't want it to be the, a punishment. Well, yeah. right. More importantly, you want to be able to win more bounties. Mm -hmm. It seems like it seems like the trade-off there, though, is like, well, you just get to advance to the final table and you lose out on the bounties. Like that. That seems like a good a good trade-off because like leaving leaving him in, I guess, kind of does take a little bit of the i don't know i, I don't, I don't really know how it, to think about I, it. I didn't like the rule change that and like it's the first time this tournament's ever been run so like kudos to lodge for even trying yeah. or whatever but i thought it was like a little bullshit that like he was gonna get double because then he was completely incentivized to just like open blind shove every hand and try to like double right yeah yeah well he it's double the average right not double his chips so if he had so there were like nine million chips in play or whatever yeah. so an average stack was going to be a million dollars at the or a million, million chips, chips at the yeah. final table dollars. so if he was over a million chips they were going to give him two okay was what they changed the rule last minute to because they didn't want it to be a disadvantage okay interesting yeah because i feel like since he's guaranteed the stack anyway he's probably just always incentivized to like blind shove and try to get bounties because mm -hmm. his sole purpose now is only to collect bounties right mm -hmm. like winning chips is meaningless otherwise right yeah pretty interesting I, I like that they're being creative um yeah i liked the creative um stream you guys did too where it was like the team yeah that like girls team versus boys team like i, I liked that with the timeouts that's what made it so special yeah. is they gave us each like a timeout button and we got to like Huddle. leave the room and tell each use card removal be like i folded the ten of hearts and half of the time the girls we did not remember what we folded the one time <laughs> i used my button nobody remembered what they folded and there was I'd like a four-liner so i was tilted. so tilted matt there was a four-liner <laughs> to a straight out there and i was like can someone just tell me they have an eight so i can call with two pair i swear to god <laughs> luckily he was bluffing with air and i found the call but um like one of them, like uh, Ash was thinking of making a call with ace high. And I was like, I folded a 10. One was like, I folded six, eight, which was like half of, was blocking more bluffs than value. So I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, you get to fold here. Yeah. yeah. Congrats yeah. <laughs> like, with confidence. Yeah. I thought the, the, the Haley hand was the one that we saw where she four bet King 10 off check, check flop. <laughs> he and folded ace king. Insane. <laughs> the, Zach, you idiot. The, <laughs> the guy's huddle was so funny because like at no point did they mention any of their cards or removal or anything <laughs> like that. They were just like, I don't know. She's been pretty tight. And it's a four bet pot. They're like, oh yeah, she's always got it. Their meeting was so funny. They like, gave zero credit for anything. Like, bro, like, ace, ace king, like what's it? What, what's left to be yeah. She, she had just, a set of queens and a set of queens only, Matthew. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Uh, it was it was actually wildly entertaining to watch. Uh, and I mean, I imagine it's a ton of fun to play. Uh, I like that idea. How did it work with um, distributing at the end? Did everybody just keep their own or did you guys like swap no, amongst each so other? So there was like a bounty. Um, so there were it was four and four. So mm -hmm. if 
whoever won, they were going to receive 300 each from a player. So every player had to give. So I gave 300 to Skull and so down the line. Oh, you guys lost to the guys? Yeah, we lost by 1,500. Almost every single girl had a decision where if she had gone the other way, we would have won it. Like, mm -hmm. it was so close. Like, I had kings up against Cinnabon. Like, he shoved into me, and I had kings. It was just like an 8K pot. And in those situations and, like, deep cash i just like i like to run it twice i like to have the help with variants so i didn't even really think about it with the game but if i had been like locked in it was towards the end of the stream just fucking it's an 8k pot run it once and just like feel yeah. the pain if you have but you guys to. were playing real money right yeah, yeah, yeah it was like a real 8k yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay i mean that matters <laughs> yeah um yeah. and i'm more a tournament player than a cash player still so it's like sure it's a, it's a huge it's a big pot for me yeah that's you know? a big pot. <laughs> it's a big pot for especially me. playing 510 like that's yeah, that's yeah. a relatively big pot <laughs> yeah. so uh so the the $300 bounty on top of it is just uh, additional for the teams, right? Like Yeah, like once the stream was completely over, we calculated who won. They're like, "Okay, guys are up by 15, so all the girls had to pay out 300 to a male player." Okay, that makes sense. So but, it's 1200 total. But, but everybody otherwise kept what was in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were responsible for their for own stacks. It's it's interesting. I I think it makes sense to swap amongst Well, I don't know actually. I'm not sure because it's weird because you guys are playing this team dynamic, but you're also pretty incentivized to just beat the other girls, right? Because the money stays on the team still, but like you want to win, you mm -hmm. want to make more money. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a fascinating format. Like I'd be interested to like play around with it, see how you can kind of work out different types of games, so to speak, where there's incentive to help one another, but also not collude. Yeah. And we were also playing the stand-up. I think we played the stand-up game four or five times. Yeah, that's like, a lot. Like the whole time as well. Um, stand-up's so beautiful. Yeah. God, I love the stand-up game. I used to hate it. I've gotten over it, though. That's good. I think a lot of people misunderstand it. Um, and just like the, the approach to how... Like it's almost an ICM layer that falls into the game. And I think people misunderstand that. They don't understand like how worth it is fighting for pots when everybody's standing. I think a lot of people just default to, oh, I'll just try to get good hands early and not put myself at risk, not really over VPIP or anything along those lines because why get caught up in the crosshairs when everybody's trying to win the pot? But then the problem is all the EV comes from sitting down and being able to actually play just a normal strategy while other people are fighting amongst you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think what took a lot of the air out of it for me is just realizing, like, if you lose the stand-up game, Caitlin, that's just like losing a small pot. Like, it's mm -hmm. fine. Like, you also don't want to lose. Fine. You don't want to be a loser. I yeah. If you take that out of it, and you're just like, honey, it's just losing a small pot. Just fucking have fun. How small? And what are you guys playing for, bounty wise? <laughs> the bounty is always like two or three big blinds. So oh, that's it's like small. max you're losing like 25, 30 blinds usually. Yeah, usually we play games. like I'm three to five blinds. To. Yeah. Um, five blinds I think is best. That's like, that's pain. A little bit of pain, yeah. You're, you're losing a three bet pot there. Yeah. At Make least. It 10. Maybe a four bet pot, huh? Make it 10. 10 big blinds? What? Oh, okay, tough guy. Crazy. <laughs> well, don't just, lose. Let's just, let's just go out there and pay out 80 big blinds. Like, here, take a <laughs> stack. Yeah, just don't lose. Pretty pretty cool coming from the guy that doesn't play live cash ever. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun suggestion. It is a fun suggestion. There is something uh, quite entertaining about watching somebody get felted in the stand-up game and then because they're trying to play the strategy, they reload for min. So they buy in for, you know, like 50 bigs or 40 bigs, whatever your min is. Uh, and then they lose the stand-up game anyway and can't cover yeah. the, the bounty. So they're like, hold on a second. Uh, how many? Seven, seven of us? All right, hold on. Uh, <laughs> somebody want to change that one game? <laughs> it's always what's really awkward is people that aren't familiar with the stand-up game. Like, the most issues I've had with the stand-up game is when it's like, 
like a player who's shot taking and they lose the stand up, they get felted mid stand up game. But right. the stand up game's not over. There's still like three or four buttons left and they're like, Okay, I have to leave now. Yeah. And someone has to explain to them, like, you still owe us like yeah. three yeah. hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry, yeah. but you have to pay out the game we lost. I guess it's different if it's like almost full ring, if you're playing like eight eight handed, nine handed. Yeah, well, like if you're playing six handed, like ten five. Short handed uh, I don't think the stand up game really does that much to better better the game. Like, I think there are better props that you can play. Go on. Um, well, because, like, when you get shorthanded, the stand-up game goes really fast. And so, like, even when you sit early, you don't really capture a lot of the EV. Uh, like, when we're, when we're eight, nine-handed, and there's a few people that just are pretty good at the stand-up game and refuse to let others sit, like, when Google Bro's in the game, he's just, like, a stopper. He just... He'll sit immediately and then just V-pip 100%. Do you guys play progressive or no? Uh, we've we've toyed with it. Progressive is a lot of fun. Um, but the point being is like, there's a lot of times we'll play like an hour or 90 minute long stand-up game. And if you're one of the people sitting during that, that is a really, <laughs> it's, it's a very profitable time. It's a good time. Hey, yeah. have you ever played it where um, you flip at the end for the pot instead of like, each player gets paid out. I like, would never allow that. Wait, what do you it's mean? It's kind of fun. Uh, so, so the same person that loses, they pay the oh, entire thing. Okay, okay, okay. But instead of it going like two hundred to you, two hundred or whatever, like three big blinds per per you person, do like a cold it hand. goes into a pile and it's a flip for the pile. So you can win it back if you lost. Hmm. Oh, um, cool. yeah. And, you should but, just do a bomb pot. But like, well, it's kind of well. I guess you could do a bomb pot, but yeah, like it's it's like one person gets a big prize instead of a a bunch of people getting like a little price. Yeah, that's why you should do a bomb pot. Yeah, I guess because you, at least yeah, like could. now it's not left to chance. I think it's fun. Like, yeah, either way, like to switch it up like that. Is, yeah, yeah. Is Wait, you're fun. saying the person who pays also is eligible for yeah. the, Well, that's dumb. Well, that's it's not, not that dumb. It's not, that it's not dumb. dumb, but I mean, I guess. Because well, chances of like winning it back is still like, based. you know, slim. <laughs> but then that's just, what's the point of the, Oh, I guess they, well, they oh, had to pay well, it, it pay out. It all yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So everyone else is free rolling. But, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, paying yeah. all. Of it. Yeah, okay. And then you went a big. And then first reaction. Yeah, my first reaction was like, wait a second, like, <laughs> how did that guy? How did they, they get a <laughs> shot? I lost. Yeah, we play nothing. But I thought about it for a long. We play a fun twist where if you win with seven deuce, you can pick somebody back up. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. I think it's great, and I think like the next iteration of that, which I'm trying to talk them into, is that you can also just like add an extra button to somebody who's already standing. So like if somebody's like particularly bad at the stand-up game, oh, you make mm -hmm. them stand more. You just make they them, gotta win they twice. gotta sit twice. Yeah, I, I think that's great. That's, or like if you, cause oftentimes somebody will win the first hand with seven deuce and nobody's sitting. So the bounty's just wasted. It's like, nah, you should be able to give somebody else an extra button. That's yeah. how it kind of works in like this game called one pocket and pool. Where mm -hmm. like we fuck up, you get an extra, so you have to make two. You just keep adding balls Yeah, on. you have to keep yeah. adding more. Yeah, yeah. So instead mm -hmm. of like, yeah, that's that's nice. You just give someone five. Yes. Do y'all play the real stand-up game or do you play Nick game where you get buttons? I hate buttons. Sitting? We stand. Yeah. Standing is for men. I think the only reason for the buttons is <laughs> for women. on camera. Yeah. For on stream. You'd like... be surprised how many lazy people are out there. Really? <laughs> yeah. You'd be shocked. Damn. But honestly, <laughs> uh, uh, maybe I'm just, maybe this is just like my observation and it's, it's very biased, but I think the game plays way, way, way different when everybody gets to sit. I agree. Like, I think it's tighter. I think people are just like not gambling nearly as hard. They don't let the gameplay as big. There's not as many straddles. Mm -hmm. It's like they forget that they're actually playing the prop. 
Right. But when they're physically standing, the eyeballs aren't on them as well. Right. Like you know? when they're physically standing, yeah. they're looking around, going, "Fuck me! Yeah. When is this gonna end?" Yeah. yeah. Especially like you, you said, stand if, for a ninety minutes. Said, yeah. I think yeah. it was an hour, hour and a half. Oh, I there mean, have been for wow. for sure it's times like, where it's like yeah. we're seventy minutes in, they're finally down to three, and then someone wins with seven deuce. It's like back <laughs> up, buddy. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoy the props. All right, let's get to. Y'all are making me want to play poker. Good. Win six hundred. Finally, we've accomplished something on this fucking podcast. Can't play stand up game at win poker at the at the six hundred. You can stand by yourself. Oh, mm. adding stand up game to tournaments. I know that nice would be twist. so fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I think you should work on this today. Yeah. Just have everybody pull. Try to get stand up game. I'm going. not there for no yeah. carnival games. That's right. Get a, get a round of straddles going. All right. If you uh, if you get felted, you have to re-enter the tournament. Right. You have to pay out. Yeah. <laughs> you have no choice. We'll come find you on break. Um, all right. So the, tomorrow's the GPIs. We're nominated for best podcast of the year. Caitlin has three nominations, uh, hoping for a clean sweep between the four of us. Although I have to be honest, uh, I don't think we're going to win. No? I, th- I think we are four of four likely to win the category. <laughs> Why are you so negative? I'm not negative. I'm being. Are you trying realist. to reverse jinx us? No, I. I, I like it. I just reverse jinx. Us. Is it just because you won last year and we, you we so think that year, they could never take happen? that away from us? Did the repeats just never happen in GPI? Like there, what's no, the sample Jamie, size? Jamie well, won Twitter personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A there, there years are some back to backs. Uh, Twitter personality is like the one that pops out of my head. I don't really recall it's any like, no others. One has personalities or what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like okay, one person has a personality. Yeah, they're like we created this category because. Jamie's really good at something and everybody else tries. <laughs> um, and then I think like the GPI player of the year, uh, Foxen may have gone back to back or Chrissy went back to back perhaps. Oh yeah, Chrissy has won it like four out of the six times right. or something. So the but one that like, takes woman. talent. Yeah. <laughs> For the, the woman player yeah. of the year. Yeah. But that's not subjective, right? That, that's yeah. just measured. So yeah. it's easy to do. Every other category, uh, you know, a lot of them are always repeat um, Nominees. Uh, nominees right like the world series main event is always the tournament of the year nominee and right. it's, it's clear that there's like a cycle of when it's allowed to win again that type of stuff uh and i think podcast is similar because in this category this year it's us poker in the ears uh chip race and thinking poker and all three of the first aforementioned have won it um so chip race won it four years ago uh poker in the years or maybe they won it three years ago poker in the years won it four years ago and then there was the Jen Shahada year and then us. Uh, so thinking poker is the only one who hasn't won, which inherently just thinks that they're the favorite. Yeah. And if they're not the favorite, then I think the cycle repeats. And it's like very likely to be Hardigan and Stapes that, that win the category. And if not them, then probably the chip race. And if not them, then, you know, maybe us. So but you haven't prepared a speech? No. No, I'm going in cold. I'm just there for the free drinks. Mm. Yeah. And to give our speech. Exactly. And yeah, well, you don't think we're going to win, so I guess I don't have to do That's that okay. part. <laughs> That's I'm okay. there for the drinks. I'll prepare a speech that someone else has to read. How about that? How about you <laughs> instead use the podium as your opportunity to speak your truth about, about the, the pyramids? pyramids? <laughs> I will, because yeah. uh, all of y'all think that there was a sarcophagi found, found in the fucking pyramid. I can't there was believe no they thought there were mummies in the pyramids. Thought there were mummies in the pyramids. Idiots. What did you just like pay attention in history class? fifth grade one time and then you're like oh yeah that's dogma forever anyway <laughs> government rules we love the government <laughs> hell yeah CIA fuck yeah <laughs> anyway um, to so- be fair I didn't think there were mummies in the pyramid but okay. I also didn't know what was in the pyramids yeah you well, could have told me where, that- where, where are the mum where did they get where did King Tut come from 
His tomb. Uh, oh God! Yeah, Can there was a not? tomb. There was tombs. Anyway, Brian, I'm saving it for the speech. Don't take my oh, GPI so they, they built they built, the, they built the pyramids to honor the pharaohs, not to put their. Did mummies, they? Right? Is that? They, I don't know. I don't fucking years. know, Nikki. Obviously, I don't <laughs> know. Importing fucking rocks from Obviously, 200 miles away. This is something I just conjured up in my head. Yeah. that I believe but my I, whole life. I'm the crazy. My whole life doesn't yeah. matter anymore. I'm Fuck. a weirdo because I questioned one thing, but you guys have all the answers. Anyway, so if you guys want I'm to, going to, I'm going to Cairo after this. I won't be at the GPI. So the I'm going to the GPI Awards. Is the only friends podcast. Good luck. They defunded all the archaeological archaeological digs that were showing otherwise. If anyway, you, if you'd like to tune into our offshoot Friday version of Only Friends podcast, it'll be Nikki on conspiracy <laughs> theories. Well, so they called me a conspiracy theorist yesterday on the show, and I wasn't here to defend my side. I'm like, okay, so I I said that like seven families that have shell corporations. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Own most of the wealth in the world. That's fucking Googleable. You can look it up. But uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist for saying any of that, and and then because of that, I must think that like the Earth is fly when we didn't go to the moon in JFK so moving on can we move on to the prestigious awards please, shows? You, please. no I'm ready to move on anyway um, it's okay you guys can be CIA shows and I'll be on the other side uh, cool at least maybe people. I'll get to hang out with Taylor Swift Thank you, Guapo. Um, the prestigious Only Friends Awards, the Friendies, if you will. There are a lot of prestigious categories at the GPI Awards, as you all know, but we think they left a few on the table so for loud. us to pick, pick up. So we have a couple of categories, and we posted the nominees of each category on our Twitter, slash X, if you have been following us for the past few Twitter Tuesdays, and had you vote on who would win each category. So... Here are the categories. <laughs> Our first category, best nipple moment. Mm. And the nominees were Phil Hellmuth for the WSOP, his greatest showman 17 bracelet celebration showed a nipple and it uh, went kind of viral. I don't think he meant to show his nipple. How could he not wear it? But um, it was very uh, nipple-esque. He... Uh, he did showcase that at the WSOP, the World Series of Poker, coming up this summer. Uh, check it out here in Vegas, sponsored by the World Series of Poker. Okay, our second nominee. Um, Why is she vamping? <laughs> I got I got nervous. I, I okay. didn't have ice to crunch. <laughs> she's stimming. She's stimming. I'm stimming. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. Charlie Carell is our second nominee mm. for oh, his Game of oh, Gold nipple, nipple yeah. appearance, which is being censored right now by Guapo. But his <laughs> nipple is, in fact, showing on episode one. You can catch that. We'll catch that nipple later. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, you could try. <laughs> Dances around quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, our third nominee for this category, Sashimi on Max Payne Monday. Not technically mm -hmm. a 2023 nipple showing, but we didn't have any lady representation, so we're going to let it slide. As and they did. Let it slip. As they As did. They said, oh, we got that. <laughs> and my honorable mention, which also didn't happen in 2023, but it happened early 2024, ah, is this, this cutie pie. Okay. With this little, little cutie pie stance. That's right. This cutie pie. Why do you look he more covers shredded? one. Why does he look more shredded there than his latest it's picture? It's very strange. I was... 
25 pounds heavier there. I, I don't get Maybe you're about to get your period. I think I'm, I think I'm in the skinny fat phase, and mm. then, uh, you know, it'll all fade away. Okay. Yeah, muscle weighs more than fat, so if you lost 25 pounds... I did not lose 25 pounds of muscle. You lost 25 on. pounds of muscle, you <laughs> okay. little dinky You are looking yeah. really skinny. Yeah, you look... Yeah. Mainly in your small, legs. Right, very legs, small. Yeah. Very small and flabby. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> the winner... And the winner is... Uh, drum roll, please... Sashimi! Oh, wow! Upset. Upset. I've never seen it coming. Hey, now, who did you guys want to win? Um... I voted for Phil Hellmuth. I voted for Phil Hellmuth as well. Yeah, those, mm. those nipples... You got snubbed. They deserved. Yeah, I think I voted It was for our Phil. first Phil Hellmuth nipple appearance, I think. I would have voted mm. for Sashimi if it wasn't a bodysuit. Right. It's, it's it was just a cheating. Fake nipple. Fake nipple. Yeah. Fake nipple. Fake nipple. Yeah. Fraud, fraud mm. nipple. In right. her defense, yeah. she probably couldn't get away with the real one. Well, it would be tougher. For sure. Um, Guapo, did, can you present um, Phil Helmuth with his, with his... I mean, sorry. Sashimi. Sashimi, sashimi sorry. With her sashimi. When you have an audience that's 90% men, she's just going to always win. Yeah, we yeah. need some representation in there. <laughs> some some DEI. Um, yeah, the, the the sashimi shot made it to more spank banks than the, than the <laughs> Phil Helmuth one, for sure. Yeah, apparently. Not the Charlie Carell one, though. She told me that, that, one she, won that one. she got chastised in Asia. Hey! hey! Uh, <laughs> okay, but this is going to make me deaf. You're oh. going to be fine. Relax. This is what makes you deaf, not everyone screaming over each other. That's cacophony. No, cacophony. <laughs> the soundboard is so loud. You're loud. No, I'm being quiet today. Well, you are being quiet today. That's true. Uh, I apologize. All, All right. right. Okay. Um, so that was a little bit of an upset. Well, was it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you guys all said you want to feel Helmuth. We wanted, but I wasn't yeah. surprised by the winner. Okay. No, not okay. at all. So okay. it upset us. Only. Okay, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Now we're on the same page. Okay, great. Our next category is <laughs> best use of wind. Yeah, that's right, folks. And the nominees are... Very sad Conrad's not here to play the fiddle. Me too. Charlie Carell with healing his inner child wounds. He's actually been nominated in two categories. I think he's got the most categories of any other nominee. Stunning. <laughs> just it's so impressive. It's just like so impressive. honestly so impressive. It really is. Can we learn this, Caitlin? Yes. It's like a didgeridoo. How'd you do that with your I mouth, know. bro? That is Even if you don't learn it, you should meme it. Go on. We did meme it, we did oh, actually, okay. on Ace Holes Twitter. Yes. Check it out. Try following us, Matt. Yeah, maybe follow once in a while. You used to like our shit, but whatever. Yeah, we just... Uh, Breathwork on the featured table, day six of the main event of the World Series of Poker. Yeah. Okay. So you can follow my lead. It goes... Right, don't look at your cards. Look at your cards. Uh, it goes like this. I already like that sucks. That's I'm heavy anti-sweating this one. Yeah, it was pretty obnoxious <laughs> when it was going down live. Is this Torelli? Who is this? Yeah. yeah. When when Melissa was trying to explain to me how I'm not doing yoga right, this is what I envisioned. <laughs> no. <laughs> That, but watching this That's is more like, Pilates than that yoga. That could have been okay. a Lamaze class. Yeah, Lamaze yes. class, exactly. <laughs> it's sure. like poker used to be a game for men. <laughs> now what we got? Men used to go to war. <laughs> yeah. Freaking breathwork yoga, yogis. Yoga, Burke, it's a flow Okay, of, moving you know, on to the third and, nominee. And Pilates I like how he never spring. gets the definition right of the thing he's hating on. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're talking about. Okay, uh, so the third nominee for the best use of wind is Fartgate during the Poker Go series mm. and oh, other multiple events. I mean, this has to be Ripped the front ass. runner. 
<laughs> never ne- gets old. Never gets old. Who did it? Oh. Pull my finger. Brent Hanks on camera told me he did it. No, I, he did not. I have not. footage of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll send it. it to you. Okay. Is that a conspiracy? For next time, yeah. We, we actually he confessed. Know, on I camera. actually know who did it. Well, according to who? Dish. According to who did it? Yeah, oh, out them, out them! What are you no, doing? Absolutely not. Can't okay. do it. Was it okay. a lady? Well, no, it was Brent, not a lady. Brent took the took it down. Good for Brent. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good good soldier. So the dr- <laughs> the winner is according to our Twitter poll. Fartgate at Poker Go. We well were rooting for that well one, deserved. right? Yeah. yeah. By a 70%. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that had to be a clear, clear Charlie's part. healing. That's a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 57 votes, I'm what? loving how popular these yeah, polls were. The it's one had a, it's th- a prestigious award. Show, the, okay. the nipple one had a thousand votes. Yeah. Yeah. It's because nipples. <laughs> wonder why. Pull my yeah. finger. Charlie. You want to vote on the best nipple or the best fart? Charlie, once again, gets snubbed. Yeah, better luck next year, Charlie. You're really doing... Doing your damnedest Yay, to put the content out. Good job, Fartgate. Yep. <laughs> nice work, everybody. Yeah. Maybe next year, Charlie. Maybe yeah. next year. Do we have Do we have trophies to send the the friendies to? Well, when we get our GPI trophy, they well, can get their friendie. Yeah, okay. okay. That's yeah. a good deal. Fair. Yeah, we should. Oh, that would be fun coming up with a trophy design for that. We send the people <laughs> randomly that didn't even know they were in yeah. the award show. <laughs> Kessler just gets one because he has his own category. Oh, we yeah, we yeah. just send him a piece of $2 bread. Speaking $2. of, our next category is, in fact, uh, featuring the king, the legend. The chainsaw. The chainsaw. Uh, the category is <laughs> best Alan Kessler complaint. Mm. And the nominees are... $2 bread is too expensive. Seems reasonable. I don't... Okay. We were corrected that this was actually $4 well, bread. Well, because he got two slices. Because he got two slices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Technically, it $2 is $2 bread. Slice. Yes, yes. He was very upset about us. All very reasonable complaints. That. Um, uh, the second nominee is Chicago pizza is disgusting. Mm. Very gross. Mm. Disgusting pizza. Heaps of sauce. Uh, the third nominee is Your Hand and Bob Sucks. Yeah, that's a classic. Hand and Bob shaving. And the fourth nominee is that Casino King exists. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a tight one here. They're but all the, really good. I know. A lot of good complaints, a lot of classics in there. According Left- to Alan, all very viable complaints. Very right. valid. Yes. We had a fifth one, but there weren't enough uh, poll categories that's, that would have been. True. Your structure sucks was the other classic that yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. But the winner is... The, the friend he goes to? Your headed mob sucks! Yes, that has to be the yeah, one. Yeah, that is the one. Yeah. yeah. I voted for $2. Look at bread. this, 1,300 votes. Look at okay, that. listen, here's the thing about, like, I, unpopular opinion, but, like, I kind of agree with the $2 bread thing. Like, if I got if I got a bill and I saw... <laughs> no, I just gotta say, listen, there's a difference. Okay, now, if I got the bill and I was like, I, I would definitely say... <laughs> I would definitely be like speech. I'm like these these motherfuckers charge me for bread. That's fucked up. The thing I would not do is run to Twitter yeah. and complain well, well, about it. To Just keep fair, it to yourself. Yeah. To be fair, this this originated from him getting served his linguine or whatever, yeah. and then him making a remark to the waitress saying, 
usually this comes with bread. Right. And then her saying, oh, I got your bread. Yeah, I got your bread right here. And then charges his ass. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's, pretty, yeah. it's the best you know, like, option. By the time I think I got home, I would have completely forgot about it and moved on with my life. Right. But uh, He's like, yeah. oh, they well, got me. At the time, I'd be like, damn. Bread. Okay. It, wasn't well, it comped anyway? Does it? He doesn't actually pay money. I can't for imagine meals. for a meal. Right, like right. But those are yeah. extra comp dollars you could use on something That's else. True. That's, That's true. true. And to be fair, comp dollars are dollars. He's okay? very generous with his comp dollars. He is. He, he really like, is. He yeah. Out dinners to a lot of yeah, people. So you know, tip of the hat to you, Chainsaw. Yep. Uh, okay, and our last and final category that I can't believe these categories were left off of the GPI awards, but our, our that's last, why we're doing them, exactly, especially the best the nipple word. category. I, I mean, that was right? a layup. Got to do the heavy lifting missed. around here. Uh, our last category, we asked you, who is the best Phil in poker? Ooh, is it there's so many of them? Phil Galfond, coaching <sighs> site, PLO master, very respectful, very yeah. nice guy, extraordinaire. Is it Phil Ivy with his mysterious stare? You never know what he's thinking. You got daddy issues? He's got you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Phil Helmuth? 17 bracelets Ooh, already nominated in a nipple category. Has a, a lot of outfits and costumes for which to bother you with while you're in the middle of your tournament. Or is it Phil Locke? Phil Locke, a legend of the game. The Unabomber. Uh, held uh, down Jennifer Tilly for like 20 years. Held down Jennifer Tilly for, mm. for 12 Biggest years. Uh, lots of prestige there. And all the Phil's. There were many Phil's that got snubbed, too. Phil Gordon. Phil, Phil, Gordon. Yeah, uh, Phil Nagy got snubbed. Phil he did Collins. a whole poem that he could have. Yeah. But the winner, according to our Twitter poll, the winner, the best Phil, and it's not even close, Phil Ivy. He won with a whopping Woo! something like 80% or some shit. Yeah. He's definitely the best Phil. And you guys have spoken and we have listened. Phil Ivy, deserving of this award. I'm curious who's going to get that to him. Come back to us, Phil. Come back yeah. to us. Come back uh, to us. Come, come, we're, we're your children. We're yeah. starving. Come, Daddy. come back to the community. I'm guessing, I'm guessing there was a close race for second between uh, Helmuth and... Uh, it wasn't. It was... Oh, for second? One? Oh, for I, second. Ivy yeah. got... Uh, I knew Ivy would be the Ivy would, got sixty three percent. Galfon got twenty three, mm -hmm. and Helmuth and Locke each got wow. six. Wow! Wow, Helmuth yeah. wrecked. That's Most a got twenty two hundred votes. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Helmuth got, got last. Yeah, Helmuth got call? last. I think Lock, I, I must not have retweeted the wind one. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, on me. That's uh, overwhelmingly yeah, less that's, popular. That's my bad. That's Which is like one of the funniest ones. I know. Yeah. How do you miss the fuck that? The fart joke. That was on me. My bad, guys. Yeah, right. uh, I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't just a runaway. 55 people voted for the fart. <laughs> <laughs> like, who voted for anything else? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, Charles was good. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Well, well congratulations to all the winners. Yeah. Uh, well better deserved. luck next year Your to all the nominees. The mail. That's yeah. right. Um, you know, it's it's just it should just be an honor to be nominated. I know a lot of people were vying for these categories. A lot of upsets. A lot of people really disappointed they weren't nominated um a lot of a lot but a lot of people are practicing for next year i think um, a lot of winders out there a lot of nipplers um a lot of fills are out there trying their darndest so um hopefully next year oh, guys the poker dan's will be taking over next year oh true okay. a lot of dan's uh, yeah. a lot of dan's in the, yeah, mix. the dan's were mad that they didn't have a category that's true the dan's are the council of dan's, the council of dan's are, are, council are dan's. rioting right now yeah council of dan <laughs> who is the lead dan 
<laughs> oh man where's the best young gun category speaking of dan's it's dan smith's birthday today daniel o'brien has something to say to him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday uh dan has the same birthday as our youtube channel oh <laughs> <laughs> cute uh, adorable <laughs> adorable well, yeah. let's uh, let's wrap this award special with. Uh, I believe Caitlin wants to take a beat today. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this last night because you know she was going through some stuff. I don't know. What are you talking about? What do you? What do you want? Okay, say? let me shift gears. Well, yeah. Well, don't worry. We yeah. have a. We let's take a beat. So I've just been like watching Berkey's Take a Beats and I've been really inspired. So I've been struggling with some stuff lately and I just wanted to use this platform. Okay. I'm very on edge because I don't know if I'm allowed to laugh or not. Don't laugh. Just be natural. Webster's Dictionary defines poker as a metal rod used for prodding and stirring the open fire. <laughs> <laughs> but for me... It's always been so much more than that. <laughs> a card game? Sure. A romp-filled merriment with men that will always be more brother than friend? Absolutely. But what really solidifies poker is a chief fundamental on the winding road to masculine fulfillment for me, a chubby lady, is the unwavering ability of this deceptively simple game to reduce us to our most base desires. To be seen. To be heard. To be touched. <laughs> the click clack of the chips on the felt whether handled by the sweaty palms of a half-drunk whale or the capable fists of a studied pro <laughs> these clicks and clacks synchronize to the beat of my heart the jeers and cheers of jolly gamblers harmonize with the voice inside of me that says this is good i like this <laughs> To stomach the swings is to embrace the gamble, like the nervous hands of a teenager fumbling in the back of a minivan for a handful of breasts. So we <laughs> seek out what lies beyond the red chip chumps and the limit game ne'er-do-wells. Onward, accelerate into the gallop besides your fellow dragoons and claim your rightful birthright behind the glass doors of Bobby's room. We're saving a seat for you. Well done. Thank you. Incredible. Take a bow. Nice job. <laughs> Amazing. I'm really struggling with some stuff, and I think that was therapeutic. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was great. There were a lot of words I need to look up mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and use incorrectly later. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's ideally, yeah. that'd be great. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Caitlin, Nikki, we appreciate you joining us. Mm -hmm. uh, be sure to tune in to tomorrow's. GPI Awards, I believe it'll be free on the PokerGo YouTube. Otherwise, if you have a subscription, you can watch it on PokerGo.com. Uh, don't forget that we do have two academies coming up at the end of May. You can find those at academy.solvefory.io or you can hit hashtag academy in the chat to get the link sent to you. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back Monday, noon Pacific. I think Conrad will be joining us again. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, have a good weekend, everybody. We'll see you all then. Peace. 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 Go Bucks.